Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I was reading all my notes so far with all of um, things that we've been doing. So anyway, yesterday I was at $3,190.50. Today I'm at $3,231. So it's getting close. Every day is just a little bit. Um, but I've got some great sales calls set up on Thursday and Friday, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, fantastic. Um, Did you have any sales calls uh, after our call yesterday or today? I had one that was set up. She went home sick, and so and then Tuesday I was booked all day with clients, so I didn't have any time. I met with that. So I'm well. Actually, I take that back. I met with yesterday. It wasn't a sales call, but she's the one that I'm going to call back. That's the the uh, coach here in town. So okay. I'm calling her this afternoon. So I take that back. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. I uh, know. It feels good to have some blacked out to do all that stuff. And I feel like today I've just been in a flow, man. I got all the, all sorts of writing stuff done and it just feels really good. But Okay. So I really want to focus today because we have a half an hour mm-hmm. um, and go a little bit further on this whole, you know, like I feel like I'm releasing this need to be just like my mom to, you know, release the loyalty pack that if I'm you know, like when I'm successful in my business and I don't die because I don't get breast cancer from it, like I'm releasing a lot of that stuff, but I feel like there's still, it wouldn't hurt to do some clearing where it was, because we did that fairly quickly and it was impactful, but I was wanting to do more of that today. Okay. So um, tell me a little bit more, like, what makes you think that you're going to be just like your mom or that what, what has been the hook for you for being just like your mom? So the hook isn't necessarily so much that I'm afraid to be just like my mom. It's that I've wanted to be just like my mom. Right. right? So, right. so as I want to be this, there are pieces of her that I don't want to be like that. I feel like in some ways now that I've become more aware of, I'm starting to break some of that. So like even realizing this double bind that I had around my weight and how I looked just like she looked at the age of 54 mm-hmm. and with the extra, you know, weight. And that I think for me is probably the biggest part of it. I feel like I've gotten through a lot of the let's be the martyr and be overwhelmed and give everything of myself and, you know, and, that whole realm, but I do feel like the weight piece is still a little bit there in my subconscious, and I know yeah. I'm first cause, and I feel like that's shifting. So let's talk about the weight. When okay. when your mom spoke about her weight, what did she say? Oh, Lord have mercy. She was on a diet all the time. She didn't like how she looked. 
she was very unhappy with her, like her self-image of herself from a weight perspective was not good. All your life? All my life. From the cabbage diet to Atkins to, you know. All of it. Okay. Yeah. Have you done the same thing or have you not done the same thing? Oh, no. I've done all of it. (laughs) Okay. I mean, even the whole, like, you know, I didn't do the shots, but the drops for the hormone that was out there. And I see it manifest in my son, who now doesn't have a good body image either. Yeah. Okay. So when when you think about your mom and you're you're there as a little child, mm-hmm. what's the age that you see yourself at? Six was what came into my Six. mind. Right away. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you are. You're in Little Debbie of a six-year-old, and you're watching your mother talk about this. You can feel her behavior. You can see her behavior, all of that, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Now, I want you, because you're this little girl, and you know, because without knowing consciously, you're connected to the one mind, okay? So you know what's behind this. If you go back into that dark secret place that your mother doesn't want to show you, where she keeps it all locked away, what is this really about? What is she afraid that you or someone else might find out about her? (laughs) Oh, shit, Tamira. I think it's the same thing that I struggle with. This whole, like, I got my shit together, you know, like, that it's a control thing. It's like her whole life, I don't think she felt like she was in control of much. Her dad died when she was 14. She took care of her younger sisters. Her mom said shit, hell, and damn, and throw around fuck every once in a while just to piss everybody off. And, you know, was rough and tumble, smoked like a chimney. And so she always had this this desire to be almost like a goody two-shoes, right? Like she wanted to be a nun. And so I see this like as a control thing where she felt like she didn't have control over her life. That's where my mind's going anyway. Okay, good. So she didn't have control over her life. And who did she really want to be that because of the circumstances of her life and the roles that other people played, like her mother, she felt like she had to play this other role? But what is the role that she really wanted to play? Who was she in truth? Yeah, truth. I see this like freer spirit. Somebody I was writing down, she wanted to play and have fun and not always be the one that was so responsible. Because at 14, yeah. she started raising her her sisters. Yeah. Father died. <clears throat> Mom was a yep. loose cannon, however you described her. She had to play the responsible one when she really wanted to just be free. Yeah. Okay. And now, as that six-year-old, can you see that if she really was free, what would happen for her? Like, do you know if she really stepped into that full expression of who she was? She didn't. We get that. 
that, like, as that six-year-old, you're like, who mom really is. If she was that, how would her life have been different? You know, I still see her married to my dad, but I wonder sometimes if she wouldn't have ended up with someone else. And I kind of, I see her as being more creative and spontaneous. And as Katrina comes to my mind, right, like just more free-flowing and more fun, you know, like even as a kid, like it was always do all your chores before you play. Play was not, I mean, we had fun. We did fun things. And my mom used to say on vacations, we're going to have fun, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back. If she was actually freer and was having more fun, what would have happened for her weight-wise? You're answering from your six-year-old. My six-year-old just says that it wouldn't have been a problem. And, like, then the logic says to me she probably would have been thinner because she wouldn't have been so bound up with all of the chains of feeling so responsible and then wanting to have control, right, and feeling like Mm -hmm. there was control, either from a negative way or a positive way of what she was eating. Yeah. Okay. Which really is a mirror for me. Correct. Mm -hmm. So then you have to, so good acknowledgement there. So then you have to recognize that you have a bit of a loyalty pack with her. I'm going to have this push-pull with freedom and fun just like you, Mom. Mm. Not about the weight. No. It's about how how you approach life. And whether you're a full expression of who you are. When you're not, you're shoving it down, you're numbing out with the food. Mm-hmm. And you think okay, so that I, you have to control life, right? Like that's where you started, yeah. was like, I, I, she needs to control everything. That's the role she's playing. But if she stepped into the truth of who she was, who's more expressive, who's freer, who's having more fun, more fluid she would need to be able to trust that trust that everything would get done right Mm -hmm. I mean we were talking about this yesterday in the Paris call right there's a certain place for structure for the masculine element and a certain place for the feminine element so it's not like you don't have any structure but when you're tilting too far in one direction (laughs) you're destroying the other yeah you're destroying the the ability for the other element to do its its work in this world its beauty in this world its its purpose in this world so now let's bring this to you now in here and now think your little six-year-old okay Mm -hmm. this goes back to your time your your Experience of time, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Responsibility. I can't fully be in in flow and fluidity and movement. And yet you can. You need some structure. We just finished talking about that. You, you, you yeah. do, right? But how can you allow yourself to be that 
that aspect of your mother that didn't get fully expressed but could have, how do you, I'm going to say, honor her or live out her legacy by actualizing that aspect that is in you as well as her daughter? So instead of wanting to be like her or loyalty pack with the things that were dysfunctional, right? What if you were like her unexpressed side? Yeah, who she really desired to be. Correct. The truth of who she is. Mm -hmm. How would that show up? First thing that comes to my mind is just laughter. Even today in my podcast said, who's who's the person that says, oh, that's funny and doesn't laugh? That's me. That's when I know, like, that I need to do some work, right? Like, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's like just allowing that free flow of laughter and I get so caught up in some of the small shit. I'm so tired of trying to control everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so I actually think of you as someone who laughs easily. Like oh, you just laughed good. on this on this call just a moment ago. You're like, yeah. who's who's that woman who says that's funny and doesn't laugh? Ha 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 ha! Right, and you laugh, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. It is becoming is it, easier. Thank you. Yeah. Is it is it that you want more of that or a different version of that? Is it stronger? Is it deeper? Is it more present? Is it more in your belly? Like, what is it that is missing from that? I think it's more easily flow, and I think, too, it's the playfulness. Mm. You know, like, not always taking things so serious when people say things and realizing when they're play. Like, I realize when people are joking, but, like, when they're playing and almost, too, like, Amira, it kind of goes into, like, when a man is flirting and mm. I want to flirt back, like, how which is going to be the next one I ask you to work on with me in our 30 minutes. But, like, how do I – I want to be able to have that playfulness and not feel this, like, awkwardness about it. And that even goes with people. You know, like, I see people in my life, and I love having these people in my life. They can very easily – they're witty, right? And they very easily, like, pick up on the wit. And there are times when I feel myself kind of come out and do that. And then other times, I most of the time, 90% of the time, I hold that really close to my chest. Okay. So this is where you use your imagination. You can teach yourself anything in your imagination. Mm-hmm. You, you actually can really, you can teach yourself anything in your imagination because you already know how you want to be, what that feels like. You have a sense of it. You can see it correct? Mm -hmm. So build on that. See yourself freer. See yourself laughing. See yourself more playful. In specific situations, right? Yeah. And expand on that again and again and again. Do you think that will be hard for you or do you think you'll be able to do that? Um, I think it's going to be a practice, right? And so I don't know 
I think for me it's the awareness and being able to take a quick pause and like step back and like before the moments happen, imagine myself, but then also in the moment, taking that imag- imagination and pulling it forward. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say 50-50. It's going to be parts of it that will feel easier. And my hope is, is that then as I continue to imagine it, then it starts to happen on a more free flow basis is really what's supposed to happen. So that's kind of where my heart is going to do with that. Yeah. That's exactly how it's supposed to happen. So you do that, right? And all you have to do is trust that your imagination will take you where it needs to go. Now, here's one thing that happens, right? Your imagination goes into a negative place, right? You start going, well, like, I'm going to be, like, stiff. And I and you just go, oh, look, I'm imagining myself not succeeding, right? Not yeah. being how I want to be. So let's shift that. Well, what would, how would I be if I, would, if I were how I wanted to be? ask a better question yeah that's good thank you this is helpful you're welcome cool and and that playfulness is going to help you feel better about your body what you're putting in it all of that stuff now it doesn't mean you don't need some sort of structure right right and it can be as like simple as i only eat when i'm hungry right where I only eat small portions. It can be a full-on, you know, protocol, too. Right. That's the handrail, too, so that when I do feel myself going into playfulness, it doesn't feel like chaos. Say that again. I said so that when I do... that To me, the like, whether it's a structure around small portions or eat when I'm hungry, then it doesn't... Um, and it's not just playfulness, but then it allows the handrails so that when I am practicing and doing these things that aren't something that has been um, it's new, right? Thank you. That's new that it doesn't feel like chaos to me. Yeah, you still have some structure there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the reason I'm not saying go on a total eating protocol, which for another person would be the exact right thing to do, right. is that you are seeking more freedom, not less freedom. Yep. And there's a way in which the structure gives you freedom. We had a whole conversation about that, right? So if you do need more structure, don't just say, well, Mira said just do this. Like, right. You, right? you create the structure that you want. But you're doing it by choice rather than by um, shame, right? I'm not good enough, therefore I must punish myself by going on this another freaking diet, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's been punishment my whole life. Yeah. And then it's just a shame spiral. It is. And it's also a loyalty pack with your mom. So the loyalty pack is shifted now to like, I am committed to being my full expression of me in honor of your full expression of you. Yeah, that's good. Because you don't want to be 
living her out her full expression because that's not who you right. are. You're you. It's all about mine. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like I'm, I have much more clarity on than I've ever had. So, yeah. Oh, this is good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, flirting's easy if you're a full expression of yourself. And and you don't, you're not in fear of losing something. Mm-hmm. You put your foot in your mouth and the person you're flirting with is like, who the fuck are you? You're weird. And walks away. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, he doesn't get me. Oh, well, his <laughs> loss, right? Like that's yeah. versus like, oh, my God, what did I do, right? Oh, my God, I just had a total switch, just like in sales, just like for clients, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you have to look at it and say, okay, could I have done something different? But, like, that's not somebody I want to flirt with. And anyway, if they don't get me. Yep. The prize doesn't chase. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I didn't make it up, but I freaking love it. Yeah. The prize does not chase. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Amir. Okay. You're so welcome. Okay, have a good one. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for Coaching Uncut. If you loved what you learned today, please leave us a comment and let us know. We always love a thumbs up or a five-star review, so thank you in advance for that. And if you want to take your life and your business to the next level and it's time to scale, please reach out to us and schedule a consult at theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. So that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level. See you in the next episode, rock it out and be unstoppable.